Welcome to another episode of the Leadership Lay Bear podcast, an audio experience designed to decode leadership and inspire action. Being a forward-thinking leader and game changer, you've tuned in to discover pragmatic tips and hints on leadership from the very best leaders. Each episode is dedicated to sharing pragmatic stories from the field and more importantly, real examples of what successful leaders are actually doing to deliver at pace. With so much to share, let's hand over to your host, Graham Wilson. Hi, it's Graham Wilson here and welcome to habit number seven of our 12 positive habits. Really excited today to share with you some thoughts and ideas about the importance of speeding up by slowing down. We're here, don't we, in today's world about this fast-paced world we live in. And actually, I think a lot of people confuse fast-paced with being busy. We've spent our whole time focusing on efficiencies and rather than efficiency and effectiveness. And I know lots of people out there who are really, really busy believe they're operating at fast pace, but they're not actually effective. They might be efficient, uh, but you could be efficient doing the wrong things, can't you? I grew up not far from where I'm recording this video in a little village and my father used to race motorbikes in his younger days and my uncle used to race motorcars. And as a young child, I used to listen to their stories of them racing around the UK and different races. And, and what was very interesting from their conversations and certainly something I learned was that a trend started to appear from their conversations. And the trend was this, is that every time they lost a race was probably because they were going too fast. And I think that's quite ironic when you think about it. Certainly as a young boy, I thought racing was all about going as fast as you can all the time. Obviously, as an experienced racer, you need to know when to actually go fast, but you also need to know when to slow down. And I think in business, it's very easy to get caught in this hamster wheel, isn't it, of, of just being busy all the time. You know, when was the last time you saw on a meeting agenda, whether that's virtual or face-to-face, timing for reflection or evaluation of ideas? It tends to go something from, here's a problem, quick debate, here's a solution, got an action, away we go. And how many times you've been to a meeting, for example, where you've agreed something in a meeting and then after the meeting, when the pressure's off, you've gone away and reflected on it and thought, actually, in hindsight, that's probably not the right thing to do. Have you been there? We all have, haven't we? And I think it's really interesting how we get caught up with this, this whole thing around being efficient and doing lots of things when actually we can actually be more effective by actually slowing down. You know, for example, is when, when things go wrong, when do they go wrong? Do they go wrong when you're in control and it's nice and calm and you're collective or when you're really, really busy? It's normally when you're busy, isn't it? So when you think about it, if we're being busy, when will be a good time to actually stop and reflect? Well, actually when we're busy, and that's probably the one time we never stop, we just get busier and busier and busier and not as effective as we could be. So what I learned from my father and my uncle was this, is that you can speed up by slowing down. You can win more races by knowing when to go fast, but also knowing when to go, to go slow. So slow in, quick out, don't they talk about when you're racing and going around corners. So some interesting thoughts there from a business point of view around that. And uh, I think one of the challenges we have is that we, we find it difficult sometimes to cope with silence. Certainly when I'm in workshops or meetings, when we build in a bit of reflection and, and time to think about it. You can see people immediately go to the phones or they go and do stuff or they get their emails out. And so I was doing a session a while ago and I was asked to bring this European team together of leaders and they were going to come to Success Factory. We could spend a couple of days together and the whole idea of it was to spend time getting to know each other, spending some time in each other's company and really bonding and, and actually growing as a team. And what was really fascinating, they all flew in from different uh, airports into to Manchester. We got them to Success Factory and, and they all arrived at different times. You know, we were due to start at lunchtime on day one. 
And what was really fascinating, when they arrived, they all got um, acquainted to the venue, we had to tee coffee and refreshments. But what was very interesting is each one of them individually found a, a place in the, in the venue to go and sit to do their emails. And I thought that was really quite interesting. They all knew the purpose of the event. They all knew the fact they didn't spend enough time together, yet they were quite happy to actually go and work in, in isolation on their own. And I think that's quite an interesting sort of trait that we have where we get caught up with this busyness, this, you know, I've got to be doing stuff. I've got to be responding to emails straight away. I've got to be doing this. I've got them on my phone. And I think we need to start to re-educate ourselves. And I'm hoping really, particularly at the moment with uh, the virus and the lockdown, that people are going to start to see the value of speeding up by slowing down and start to see the importance of reflection. So a couple of tips for me would be is, you know, building reflection time into your meetings. So if you're doing a virtual meeting, for example, right now, it's quite good to share the idea or share the problem you have, do some brainstorming about the actual problem itself first, have a little break, have a little reflect about it, come back and reconvene and talk about actually, are we tackling the right problem? We don't want to be making a pen work in space, do we? Uh, and then you can then start to go into the next stage, which would be to start to generate some ideas and solutions uh, to solve the problem. Again, have another break, a little reflect on it, come back together, then start to think about, okay, out of all these ideas, which ones are we actually going to take and make into really big ideas and, and implement into our business? And I think this, this whole concept of speeding up by slowing down is something that if we have the courage to do, we can do it. I hear so many people talk about back-to-back -back meetings and um, you know, whether it's virtual or before we, we got locked down into face-to-faces, you can't be effective, can you, with back-to-back -back meetings? And we need to build some more time, be comfortable with silence. I remember reading a while ago about uh, the concept of silence and meditation and mindfulness and around the fact that they're actually using the, uh, the silent retreats, aren't they, uh, in prisons to help recorrect um, offenders. And they found by using silence as, as a tool, a technique to, to reprogram, they're finding they're getting less reoffenders when they actually get released from prison and they've gone through a mindfulness uh, process and gone through some silent retreats, uh, they actually don't reoffend. And I think that's quite fascinating. Not that we need to actually go through 10-day Vispasana retreats, Maybe we do, I don't know, but certainly I think the importance of building in some time to reflect uh, in our workload is, is really important and get comfortable with that. So thinking for me is a task to doing things. So we shouldn't never be uncomfortable with, with thinking about things, reflecting on things. Let's start to put um, reflection times into our agendas and start to think about how we can actually do that effectively and be comfortable with that. Let's bring in some time. You know, how many times you've been to a meeting where there's too much on the agenda? You never get around to the important things. Um, so let's slow down by actually doing, doing less. And I was running a workshop uh, quite a few years ago now where they had a problem with sales and uh, the, the salespeople had to make telephone calls to, to get the sales in. So quite a tough uh, environment uh, to actually to get the sales. But um, what, they, what they found is in a particular meeting is that they weren't hitting their targets. So the senior team got together, had a debate around it, and their answer was to, I think they got targeted some like, I don't know, let's say 20 phone calls a day. So the answer to the problem of, of not actually getting enough sales was to double the target to 40 phone calls a day. And I remember sitting there thinking, reflecting on it, thinking is, why, why have they done that? What's, what's that about? And actually, when we started to dig into it and did a deep dive into the situation, what the problem was, what we found actually that using a telephone, which is something they've used for years and years and years, it's probably not what the customer wants. You know, the last thing they want is a telephone call because that would interrupt their work. It's quite a manual job they were doing. And the last thing they want to do is to get a telephone call from a salesperson. 
So we started to look at the problem in a different way and say, well, actually, you know, increasing the phone calls to 40 is probably not the right thing to do. Maybe we should use different mediums. Maybe we could use text and messages. Maybe we can uh, think about the time we make the phone calls. Maybe we do less phone calls, but make them more effective and make sure that people are actually using the right techniques and tools when they're making the phone calls. And we started to look at the problem in a different way. And what was great about that workshop was uh, after the workshop, when we started to implement those ideas, once we'd slowed down and really thought about it properly, the results dramatically improved. So a while ago, I was asked to go and run a project management training program for a company. And the senior team has said to me that, yeah, the project managers aren't very good. We need to train them in project management techniques. They're not delivering the benefits we need. So one of the things I always do before I start a program is I go in and check what the root cause and what the real issue is. So we use the systems thinking as a concept to go in there and diagnose and have a conversations with the, the project managers and the customers and having a look at what was going on. And, and what we found actually, and, and certainly one of the things I noticed, was the project managers are really good at projects. They knew how to run projects. They've been running projects for many, many years. The real root cause was the actual culture of the organization and how the projects were being governed and how it's so bureaucratic, how it's through like walking through treacle, very difficult to get decisions. So rather than running a project management training program, we spent some time looking at the culture and the leadership of the organization and started to look at how they govern projects and how they loosen off the bureaucratic way of getting things done in the organization, which made it a lot more effective. So I hope you find that really useful. Have a little think about how you can actually start to speed up by slowing down yourselves. Think about when you can build in reflection. When can you use the power of silence? When do you need to stop and think about things more effectively? And really use this time to analyze and, and create a way of working that starts to make it more habitual that it's okay to spend time thinking and reflecting. But thinking and reflecting and planning is a doing, is a task. We don't have to always be delivering stuff all the time. A big thank you for listening to the Leadership Lay Bear podcast with me, Graham Wilson. For more information on our guest leader and to find out how we can support you, check out the links in the description and look out for our next Leadership podcast. Remember, Leadership is all about taking action. Make sure you connect and apply the lessons learned. Have fun and bye for now. Thank you.